0: Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBello and this is Flashcast by PDB. And today's question is an absolute honor. It comes from Gilberto Castillo, who actually runs the podcast boss, which is the great man behind these flashcasts. So Gilberto, firstly, thank you for the amazing job you do. Um, and secondly, anyone that's looking at, um, recordings or doing their own podcasts or flashcasts, Gilberto from the podcast boss, he's fantastic. And like most people that listen to this, runs his own business. So, um, his, um, questioning to me, which I've condensed down, but what he's written is, uh, when you started your business, you were alone. What was your first step to grow? Did you hire someone to help you with admin, or did you grow through marketing, or did you get a bank loan? There's a lot of people in the same situation that I'm in now. Basically, how and when do you move to the next level? So, of course, as every startup knows, um, you start with nothing. You're a startup. That's the definition of it, and then we grow. Let me start by answering that um, in let's address the key positions that every startup needs. Um, so these are the positions. So let's separate the people and the number of people to the positions. Firstly, let's look at the positions. So, of course, when you start up, you need a business development and marketing. So you need to develop business and you need to be able to market. Now, market is all about telling a story so compelling people choose you. So the one seat of the bus that you need is you need somebody or um Business developing, which is sales is another way to put it, but to develop business, and to tell a story. So that's one seat of the bus. Another seat of the bus is you need finance and accounting. The third seat you need is you need an operations manager. Now, of course, in my business it's production and distribution made up operations. So in terms of my business, I need someone to produce coffee and distribute coffee, and that made up what I call operations. Um we needed IT people. So you need a person that looks after The seat of the bus that looks after the computer technical side, so whether that some systems are more intense, some are not, um, but of course, everyone needs some sort of computer or IT assistance as a role. Now, remember, I'm separating the people from the seats of the bus, because when you're a startup and a one-man band, you're going to occupy them all. The next one is human resources. You need someone to manage the human resources. Now, human resources to me are two parts. Obviously, you've got um, your processes that need to be in place, your professional health and safety, all that sort of stuff. And as you grow, you need organizational development, you need people and culture. But let me go through the key positions that a startup needs to have. Now, again, these are key positions, not the amount of people. The key positions are business development and marketing, finance and accounting, and operations, computer technical, and human resources. Now, of course, when you're a startup, when I was a startup in 2002, I had to occupy all five of those positions. Where did I put most of my time, most of my resource, which was time and any money I had? It was in business development and marketing. Of course, that was the area because without developing business and telling a story, you don't need the rest of the roles without telling a business or a story, you don't need finance, you don't need operations, you're not going to need computer technical people, you're not going to need human resources. So the most important area that where I divided my time was with business development marketing. I used to do my own finance and accounting, of course. I used to produce and distribute my own coffee. I used to do my own um, marketing media technical stuff, and I used to obviously manage at that stage myself um, as a one-man band, as most people do. So they're the five key positions that every startup needs, um, business development and marketing, Finance and accounting, operations, computer technicians, and human resources. And of course, as your company grows, you then grow. And as I grew from 2002 from zero or from one person band to over a hundred staff by 2017, um, the positions grew and the departments grew and the departments became business development, you know, finance department, operations department, technical department, and human resource department. Um, and of course, you end up with more people in those, but the functions and the roles still need to be done. And that's what makes it so hard for startups, is that when you're a startup and people get caught up in what they need to do, and I hope this flashcast demystifies a lot of it, is that these five key positions still need to happen. You, you know, And it starts with business development and marketing. It starts with selling and telling a story. Because if you don't do that, then you don't have a business. If you don't have revenue coming in, you don't. So most of my resources, most of everyone's resources as a startup and a one-man band, and of course, one-person band, is business development and marketing and again marketing is telling a story that generates sales then of course once you've made the sale you need to record the sale you need to invoice the sale which is all finance and accounting of course to, after you've in, generated your invoice and the rest that you need to produce in our case we need to produce coffee. i needed to deliver copies that was operations i need to have have technical assistance obviously i need to have a server i need to have a website um all that sort of stuff but of course i outsource that to start with and did what I could internally. And of course, human resources, well, because I was only one man being, um obviously the paperwork was limited in what I needed to do. As the company grew, so did all the departments. Um, so my advice is that you do as much as you can as a startup so that you can put as much money into business development and telling a story. Now, I was lucky I did a commerce degree. So I was able to have some finance and accounting background. And I obviously worked in the industry for somebody else, so I knew the operational side. I didn't know anything about computer technical and I had a human resources degree. So a lot of the key positions I was fortunate enough through my commerce degree to be able to cover myself. However, for those of you that are not strong in one of these five areas, then you need to contract the people in or you need to get somebody in to help you. Because unless you business develop and market, you won't have a business, you won't need finance. But if you might be a good seller but not good with finance, then you need to get somebody in that can generate the, um, the paperwork, the finance. You need to get somebody in that, you know, in my case, if I didn't know how to produce coffee, I would have had to employ somebody to produce coffee. So my startup was a lot easier because I could tick four of these five positions. I, I ticked every single one of these positions except obviously hosting my own website, um, and email addresses and all the rest of it. So which I could easily pay someone else to do. So, you know, it's very important for someone who's looking to start up. If they're, if they're doing it on a very small budget, they need to be able to have skills in as many of these five areas as possible. Business development, finance and accounting, operations. Technic computer technical, and human resources. If you don't, then you're going to need a lot bigger budget to start up. And I find that a lot of people these days, um, that's where it lacks, is they actually start businesses where they don't have enough funding capital, or they don't have enough money put aside to be able to weather the storm. Now, the next part of this flashcast is to answer Gilberto's questions. Um, What are the five signs when you need to hire your first employee, or when to hire people in general? So this is a five-step phase that I want you to really understand when is it that you hire the next people. Now, when it comes to people, I've always said, you want people good enough to own their own business, but you've got to give them a reason not to. Not easy to do when you're a startup, right? And then what you need to do is obviously you need to grow your people and and make your people feel engaged and part of the process. Otherwise, they will leave you. Now, the five, to- the five ways I used to know that it was time to hire people was the following. Number one, can I write a full job description for the role that needs to be done? Not a partial one, not parts of it. Can I write a full job description? Is there a full-time job that needs to be to be done? So taking those five roles that I mentioned before, is it time that I can write a full-time job description for the person who is? I need to employ them. Am I turning down work is number two. Uh, do I need to turn away work because I don't have, you know, enough people? So I knew when to employ new new people to roast coffee when I didn't, I didn't have the time to produce more coffee. I knew when to hire a new person in admin when we weren't being able to answer all the phone calls. Now, of course, the trick is to try and catch it um, at the point where you're not losing business to catch it a little bit early. So I used to say it's always a luxury and the best way to be able to hire someone before you need them. However, not everyone is in that position. Uh-huh. but you need number two is that you you know you need to employ someone when you're turning down work number three of course is to me self-evident um, but I, I believe it's very important to everybody a new employee can generate you money now my industry you know i come from an industry where 99 percent of people have coffee in their home so every new employee that joined the company was encouraged to bring business whether it was their mum and dad buying coffee their friend that owned a coffee shop or somebody but can that new employee bring business? And that's how I grew state by state, is that I knew that if I put somebody on, they would bring business with them. And I wouldn't put them on if they couldn't bring business with them. Number four is, I needed specialised skills. So when I needed a specialised lawyer to be able to help uh, read leases, I employed a lawyer that was able to do it and he was very, very good at it and obviously not only saved us a lot of money in legal fees, but he helped our cafe owners make money by saving them money by reading their leases and that was a specialised skill that I brought in. When I brought in a CFO, I needed a strategic accountant to come in and help us with strategy and the accounting side. That was a specialised skill and I knew I needed to hire them. And the last one, number five, is you're losing clients. Now, fortunate enough, I was always able to anticipate when I got in a position of hiring people before I actually lose clients. But if you find yourself in a position where you're losing clients, you need to know know you're ready to hire people. So to recap, when do you know when to hire somebody, whether it's your first employee or your 200th employee? One, you can write a full job description. Two, you're turning down work. Three, the new person will generate money. Four, you need a specialized skill. And five, you're losing clients. In the spirit of 10 minutes, Gilberto, thank you for your question. I hope i have been able to um, answer it and help others out there from startup right through to their business. You've been listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Until next time, go and be the best you can be.